You are listening to the Bulls Cast with Chris Stonage and Ben Goddard, your independent Hereford FC podcast. Hello and welcome back to Bulls Cast, your independent Hereford FC podcast brought to you by the Hereford Times. I hope you're all doing well on match day. Hereford FC are playing Blythe Spartans today and myself, Chris Stonage, and the Hereford Times editor of sport content and all things Hereford FC, Mr. Ben Goddard. How are you, mate? You good? Yeah, I'm good. Something to you all to listen to on your five-hour journey to Blythe and five hours home again. Just a 10-hour day out. It's all right. <laughs> hey, Ellison, if you're listening to us in, in, in the car, absolute massive shout out to you all uh, for going going up to uh, to Blythe. It's a, it's a long old journey and I'm sure, Ben, you'll be enduring this uh, as you listen to it, probably. Yeah, um, yeah, we, we'll be we'll be off to Blythe. Yeah, me and me and Keith in, be, in, the, uh, in the old tin can. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> squeeze in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, lots of space. There's only two of us in the car. <laughs> yeah, plenty of room, plenty of room. But um, Ben, it, it, it's going to be an important one because we're not in the greatest of form, and it, it's not been. I mean, the, the the draw against Kettering. We'll speak about more later. But first, we'll speak about Blythe. Looking at it on the face of things and on paper, it's a game Hereford should be winning. Yeah, definitely. It's a big, big three points for Hereford um, at Blythe. And also, nobody wants this sixth and seventh place playoff spot. We talk about Hereford's form, but nobody wants it. Like, everyone should be out of sight by now. Like, every time you look at it, you think, oh, Hereford dropped points. And you think, oh, York have got beat. Oh, Southport beat again. Oh, Chorley are terrible. You know, no one wants it. And Boston have come through now and taken and started winning games. And no one wants it. It's asking for Hereford to just go on a little run. We say week in, week out, just to go on four or five game winning run now. And that would seal your playoff spot because nobody else wants it. They're all bottling it. It's like the from, from fifth down, no one else wants to be in the playoffs. And also, you could probably include Chorley in there actually as well. So after the top four, um, obviously the top four are gone. But after them, no one wants it. No one wants the playoffs. And I think everyone's as bad as each other. I don't think anyone's particularly good, but everyone's pretty bad. Yeah, definitely. I mean, speaking about the form, in the last five games, obviously Hereford have drawn their last four and won one. Uh, York have won one of their last five um, and lost one, three draws. Southport, one win, two losses, two draws. Uh, Boston, two wins, two draws, one loss. So that's probably the best out of all of them. And Darlington are making a little uh, come come out, come back out of the uh, of the ashes. Um, but yeah, um, ahead to Blythe, uh, Ben. Where do you think uh, Hereford um, have, have the best chances of, of winning this game? Obviously, going up north, it's a big, it's a big long journey. But the football quality really uh, should be enough to see them through. Yeah, they're going to attack them. Just go like they, Hereford. To be fair to them. They tried it at Kettering last night. They went out for the first half an hour and they did stun Kettering. Um, they should have been two goals ahead, really. Um, and then Miles, Kettering got an equaliser, slightly fortuitous. Um, but then they did cause a couple of problems before that. But yeah, I mean, it was it was all Hereford, actually, before that point. And I, I think the momentum was definitely in Hereford's favour um, just before Kettering equalised. Um, and then it, it shifted massively when Miles' story went off injured because he was causing so many problems last night. 
it was it was the milestory we wanted to see before he got injured last time before Christmas. It was the milestory that that causes havoc at defenses and and just absolute pain. And I think it was because Hereford had gone four four, uh, not four four two, three three five two. I think that probably doesn't make any sense. Three at the back, wing backs in front of them, three in midfield, two up front, and. Um, so three, two, three, two, maybe. Five, three, two, <laughs> three, five, two, interchangeable. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so that actually it worked. And I think Hereford were on for a really good result last night. And then Story gets injured and is that's your your whole system's gone because Torre's not a story. And they saw that coming. They they knew Torre was was not really a threat. And not not like my story on form last night was. That first 20 minutes, he was very, very good. And it was just gutting for him that he came down injured. And um, just hope he's not out for long because it was, um, yeah, disappointing. And hope hope that he's not missing too many. Talking to Miles, um, I think we can hear a bit of audio from him now uh, after he got injured um, after the game yesterday. I think we started all right, to be fair. They, they're, they're always going to have throw-in corners and... As you can see, they've got a very long throw, which I think we dealt with all right. I think they won a few first contacts, but we seem to get rid of it. Um, but I think we started all right. I think me and Mo caused some problems. Um, obviously, we went to up front tonight, which is the first time I've really tried that. Um, and, you know, it's, it's easier to make runs because, obviously, the big man was occupying players and um, Keenan and Toe were putting stuff over the top. Um, but, yeah, I was, I was gutted, really, that I had to come off. Um, you know, just kind of felt it earlier on in the game um, but it settled down and I, I've done my hamstring before but um, it didn't feel like that but then you know when I went to control that ball it did, it did feel like a bit of a pop Going back to your goal did you actually anticipate that there might be a bit of a mix up there? Well I'm always just trying when the ball's going over the top especially on a pitch like this today um, anything can happen we did our warm up today and you get to pass the ball at your knee so you know, I know these kind of things can happen and I've seen him coming together and I just thought I'd just try and gamble off it. Um, finished it as if there was still a keeper in goal. <laughs> it's a bit close for my liking, but um, yeah, you know, I'll take it. I want to score more goals. Um, but, you know, as I said, I enjoyed it up there, but I'm just hoping I'm not here for too long now. So um, in another bit of audio that everyone uh, on listening in, the, in their cars or at home uh, will hear in a bit, um, it's from Steve Burr, system manager, uh, and he referenced uh, the, the great travelling support that that Hereford had at Kettering. Uh, how important is it going to be uh, that the probably fewer people going up to Blythe uh, are going to be just as vocal and, and just as supportive of his side? You say that. It's not always the case. Do you because, reckon? Because it's a Newcastle away weekend. I suppose. So people go up for the weekend to Blythe for the, and have a weekend in Newcastle and go out on the beers and on the Saturday night in Newcastle. It's... It's good weekend out for, for the. Is that for what you and Keith are doing? Is that what you and Keith are doing? <laughs> no, we, we won't be touching the beers. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be straight back. Um, but yeah, so um, you say that, but hopefully the uh, young lads are the drum because they really do pull the atmosphere and they do get behind them. And then um, hopefully there's a good little gathering at, at Blythe and who really get behind them because Blythe don't have a, a massive home support. But they are quite vocal home support, and um, and Hereford do have they have had a good form at Blythe. I think I've been there twice or three times, and they've won every time. I think 
which which for for Hereford in the last couple of seasons is a remarkable record. I think usually you go to places and you're like, oh, we've got to beat here, we've got to beat there, we've got to beat there. But yeah, I mean, every time we've been to Blythe, we've come come away with a good result and hopefully Saturday will be no different. But Hereford have got a decent record up there. If you can get three uh, to take four points from, the, from these two away games, you'd probably be happy with that. Yes, we we, we I mean, hey, we go into every game trying to win. And, and um, you know, the Darlington game uh, Saturday, uh, we didn't get the win. We didn't play particularly well. I think it was hard to play any football tonight here. Um, but what, what you've seen tonight is the lads having a right go. And uh, and like I've said, you know, we've said all along that we'll we'll try and get as many points as we can. We're not giving up anything yet. You know, we've uh, we, we've had a little blip over the last few weeks and. We've got to, the, you know, we got to the stage where we, we don't expect to lose games, and uh, it, it becomes a bigger disappointment when you don't win games. So, uh, but I think that's maybe the uh, how far we've come in in the in the three seasons that myself and the, and the boss has been here. So, uh, you know, it's disappointing that we haven't got the three points tonight. Again, a great travelling support for us. Uh, they got right behind the team as they always do, and uh, you know, again, it's just a bit disappointing that we couldn't have given them uh, the the, the, uh, the three points tonight. Thanks very much. Cheers. So, Ben, before we detail what happened in the game against Kettering, um, there's one big major departure um, in the Hereford camp this week. Um, a lad who's been around for quite a while now, Mazia Kuya, um, has gone to a, a, a playoff rival in York City. Um, it's a peculiar move, to be honest, because you, you thought that he'd maybe have been aiming higher than that. But, yeah, talk us through what you think of, of that move. Yeah, a very strange move. Um, and I think it's it's rocked everyone at the club, to be honest. I think everyone um has kind of been a bit shocked by um by it, to be honest. Because um obviously there was scouts watching Maziar Kuyar. Um to be honest, he should have been on a contract and Hereford should have been paid for him. And I don't think York would have come in if he was on a contract. Um so he should have been on contract, wasn't on a contract. And and York just nicked him under their noses, and um, he was offered a deal five weeks ago um, when scouts started circling. Obviously, <laughs> delayed uh, any acknowledgement of that deal because of that contract. Because why would he with scouts circling? Uh, but I think everyone at the football club was under the impression that he would play out the season, and and um, but. Obviously, York have come in and offered him a contract and he's taken it, which is very strange. I mean, you, I mean, l- listening to him, he's been sold the dream at York. And yeah, I don't, I don't think he's really been, uh, he's been advised well, to be honest. I think if he'd have got to the summer, he'd have definitely had a league club, get, offer him a trial, at least a trial, if not a deal. I think he could have moved up to the National Prem quite easily. And also, York have sold him this dream of going full-time to get into the Football League. What what dream, you know? Next season, right, one team's going to go up this year, probably Gateshead or Brackley. They'll win the league. Right? The, the playoff's going to be an absolute scrap. Kidderminster filed a throw money left, right and centre. They've signed the best player from Darlington who played against Hereford last week. They've signed him midweek. They've signed someone else today, striker. They're throwing loads of money at it. They're not going to get automatic. So they're at, they're in the playoffs. Kidderminster are in the playoffs. 
they're throwing loads of money at it with their FA Cup money. And Brackley or Gateshead, whichever don't go up, have also got loads of money and therefore they've got great squads already. So there's four teams there. Only two can go up this season and only two can go up next season. And whoever comes down. So you, you like, and, and there's another league to win before you get anywhere near the Football League with York. And that's like, probably what, the most difficult league to get out of in, in English football, in my opinion. Well, you watch this, uh, you, you look at it now, and Stockport, I think, took over 10 seasons to get out of National North, and they, they're top of National Prem now after four, three or four. So that would suggest that actually the National North, it might be harder to get out of because there's not as much money in it. There's not as much TV revenue, and also the crowds are probably a bit lower. So you, you and also, teams are play, playing with going full-time, part-time. So, yeah, I mean, are York going to go up next season? <laughs> you know, is, is it guaranteed? That they might have a ni- nice new stadium and nice training ground, but there's no guarantee they'll go up next season. And Maziar Kuyar could have been playing, in my opinion, could have played in the Football League next season if he'd waited his time and took the right deal. But I think he's been... Um, he might have jumped into it a bit too soon, to be fair. And um, but it might work for him, and he might go on to the football league with York, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, <laughs> I, I think he would work well in the football league. Um, a player of his stature, you know, the National North is, um, as very stereotypically labelled, is is a very physical league, um, and he's not the most physical player, but what, he he's one of the best players Hereford have had uh, this season. Um, and, and I think it's, it's just a shame. It's just a shame, Ben, to be honest with you. And it's a shame for him as much as it's a shame for Hereford, I think. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's, a, he's got a fantastic shot on him. Um, set piece ability, not not great, actually, in my opinion. I think Pinchard's got a better set piece on, on form. I mean, Pinchard's free kicks are incredible when he hits them. I mean... I want to see Pinchard back to full fitness and, and going at teams. And I think he'll get a good go at Blythe on uh, Saturday. I'd, I'd, I would, I think he kind of didn't get played on, on at Kettering because of the pitch and because of the physicality. And I think you probably went with the speed of McLean over the sort of technical ability of Pinchard on a ropey pitch. Um, I think that was probably the, the idea behind it. And he's probably right to do actually because McLean did have a good game last night, but yeah. So, but yeah, back to Maziar. Um, yeah, disappointing. But yeah, I agree. If teams, when Maziar hasn't played well, is when t- big teams have, have put a player on him and just kicked him every time he's touched the ball, and he's kind of whimpered out of the game. And um, and that's not, and that's just because he's a technical player who doesn't want to. Get his legs broken by some brute from I don't know Kettering, but yeah. So I mean, he's going to have that York. They're going to play exactly the same teams next season. So exactly the same size, exactly exactly the same football for the bottom half sides. They'll try and kick him the same as they've kicked him this season. They'll do that next season as well and make no difference. I can't see York winning the playoffs. Might be wrong. They might win the playoffs. Who knows? But. um, yeah, I think like you say, I think if he'd gone up to the football league, I think he'd he'd be something else there because there there's a different set of rules. I think refs stamp down a bit more on the physicality, I think, and 
a lot less um, dirty tactics, you know, dragging each other down and more, more, or, less, more or less wrestling at times in the National North. But yeah, less of that in the pre- in the football league and and less of that in the national prem as well. So I agree. I think he should have he should have gone up a level this season. Where he might go, he might go up a level with York. It might all end up rosy for him, but we'll see. Um, before we we go, Ben, I think we should have a, a discussion about the Kettering game last night on recording day for us. Um, you obviously uh, went up there, um, and it was a one-all draw, as you mentioned, a really good. 20 minutes but where did it go wrong for Josh Gowling's men apart from my story coming off (laughs) that's 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 how slender the margins are in this league you see we've 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 gone over the 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 playoff rivals haven't we and we've said look no one can string a a set of results about and it is them tiny margins of in a game one player can be injured and that that can ruin your game because the small the squads are so small Hereford only had I think for four, three, three substitutes, uh, four, four substitutes, didn't have a fifth substitute, and then, um, and couldn't place Songa, um, Sigardson, Sigardson, Sondergaard, Sondergaard, even, <laughs> and uh, couldn't play him because they'd had too many um, loans in the squad. So you can only have five loanees in your matchday squad, and he'd have been number six. So that's how, how strapped Hereford are at the moment for, for players and stuff. And so to lose, a key forward man in Miles' story was where it went wrong last night, to be honest. But it didn't go terribly wrong. I mean, Kettering were, were in the playoffs not so long ago on their home pitch, which is an absolute, it's a bog, and the pitch was terrible. I mean, we, we said it was bad at Leamington last week, but it was shocking. There was one moment where Jamie Egan's trying to shepherd the ball back and some moles come out the ground, headed it, <laughs> and it's been pinging off in another direction, <laughs> out for a corner. <laughs> and you just look around it's like how on earth how, what's that divot <laughs> what on earth that divot doing in the pitch and you heard from uh, Miles a minute ago that they uh, they warmed up in the worst part of the pitch just so they could get used to the, the random divots and stuff it was a bad pitch and uh, so yeah I mean it wasn't best to play on it's a point and if you, if you look at the rest of the league and the way everyone's dropping points everywhere maybe not the worst point in the world no, definitely not. We've um, so I asked you this last week. I'm going to continue asking you this every single podcast. Ben, have you changed from your 50-50 prediction of Hereford getting the playoffs? Yes. I'm going to go 52%. <laughs> I'm slightly more optimistic, but I am knackered from, from, from going to Kettering last night. <laughs> so I think it probably could have been higher if you... If you just spoke to me this morning, when I was uh, still that had uh, caffeine in my in my body, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's going to be a really interesting one. I hope everyone coming up to the match today really, really enjoys it. And yeah, we will be back uh, next week for uh, I don't know what game it will be, but we'll be there for it. Um, we will catch you then. Um, from myself and Ben, we will see you in the next Bulls cast. And we will goodbye.